Say, Steph, do you like the jungle? Well, sure, I guess. <laughs> well, good, because that's where our episode is taking us today. Right into the heart of the jungle with the ape man himself, Tarzan, and his love, Jane. Oh my gosh, welcome to We Ship It and our Disney and various other animated film journey of season two. Do we ship this fan favorite? Listen to find out. Well, hello there. I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to We Ship at the podcast where Steph and I and our occasional guest watcher or reader join us to judge literary film show and classic couples. Mm-hmm. And today we are continuing with our Disney and animated theme of season two with one of our favorites, Tarzan and Jane, or at least one of our favorite soundtracks. Right, Devin? That's right. <laughs> All right, so listen, this movie has been among my top favorite Disney's um of all time for years and years and years while often forgotten the powerful messages this film showcases and the killer soundtrack thank you phil collins Phil collins. has always had a special place in my heart jane and tarzan are a prime example of what can happen when we stop mucking up relationships and just accept that we're not all that different Yep, couldn't agree more. But we want to dive into the why of that, of course. That's yes, why yes, we do yes. this thing. So let's get there. Before we do, we just got to give our classic spoiler alert and a brief summary. So on yes, with that. Yes. Um, shipwrecked on the coast of Africa, a couple builds a treehouse in the jungle only to be tracked down by the leopardess Sabor. Kala, a female gorilla who recently lost her own child to Sabor as well, rescues the infant and decides to raise him as her own despite disapproval from her mate Kerchak. Is it Kerchak? Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the group's alpha Kerchak. So, as Tarzan matures, he is looked down upon by Kerchak because he is seen as not one of them. Obviously, he's not a gorilla, so I kind of sympathize with Kerchak sometimes. <laughs> but moving on with that. To prove him wrong, he becomes the ape man many know him to be. However, his world is turned upside down when a group of explorers enters the jungle in search of the gorillas for research purposes. After rescuing her from a pack of baboons, Tarzan forms a close relationship with Jane that soon develops that soon develops into love. Tarzan is amazed to finally see creatures who are like him and spends time with them even though he's told not to by his pack. Um, feeling torn between his two worlds, Tarzan jeopardizes the safety of his gorilla family and invites the explorers to their nesting ground, unbeknownst to Kerchak. This is an attempt to convince Jane to stay in Africa with Tarzan because they've formed a little attachment, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, however, she must return to England, but she extends the offer for him to travel with them. He makes the decision to join them, but they are betrayed by freaking Clayton. Gross. Who reveals himself to be a poacher on the hunt for gorillas, which, worst, he's the worst. Um, with the help of Tantor and Turk, Tarzan is able to break out of the ship and rescue his family. However, not before Kerchak takes a bullet from Clayton. Ultimately, Clayton's pride gets the best of him and he meets his demise. Ooh. Ha ha ha. Later, Jane and her father decide to stay in the jungle with Tarzan. Phew. That is the story of Tarzan, or at least Disney's story of Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, Disney's so. take on it. <laughs> yes. And with that, let's get the ball rolling. <laughs> so these two are not 
your typical Disney couple. What nope. makes them stand out amongst the crowd? Well, for one thing, Tarzan like had no idea that humans existed, and <laughs> um, him and Jane, when they first come together, come together. You know, they start anew in mm-hmm. in learning. It's kind of a fun thing. Like Jane had no idea he existed, and she also wanted to study gorillas, um, and he had no idea other people like him existed. So he wanted to study humans. Mm-hmm. Um, so they end up learning together, and that's something that's beautiful because they they come from almost like an elementary standpoint on both fronts, and they're able to teach each other these things. Uh, about the forest and, you know, Tarzan about human life. And ultimately with Tarzan, it's what it means to be human. We'll talk later about his identity crisis and everything that he ends up finding out more about himself. Um, But I think... Ultimately, it's it, they're they're going through this beautiful learning moment together, and that's what brings them together. But there's also an innocence about Tarzan that I think that that's what Jane falls in love with. It's like something she doesn't see in other men is that this this like innocent guy who wasn't taught the betrayals of society essentially, and mm-hmm. she she's unimpressed by the men that she's met so far. And Tarzan just is he simply does what he feels, says right. what he feels. Absolutely, um, it's very cute and a very innocent because he has no social. Yeah, he's never like, like been introduced <laughs> to the, the betrayals of society. Um, but what do you think, Devin? So what I love about these two is that they are just so out of the box. Um, yep. We have this high class English guy who falls head over heels for a savage man. It's just something yeah. that shouldn't really make sense. But it does. But it do. <laughs> <laughs> they are unique and they aren't just some Disney princess and prince hooking up. They go through the motions. Hooking up, Devin. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> they go through the motions of learning from each other and experiencing new things together and being changed through their relationship, which to me is just really cool to see. Um, it is. So that's why I see them as a standout amongst the crowd of the princes and princesses. The princesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so the next question, we're going to get right into the into the waters here. Yes, yes. Is their relationship founded in lust? Is that something that you uh, think drives yikes. them? <laughs> Damn it. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure about this one. Um I feel like at the very beginning of their relationship, there was a twinge of intrigue and lust when it comes to Jane. Um, mm-hmm. She is rescued by this wild man. And while there is an extreme sense of caution like and fantasy. stranger danger, <laughs> uh, you can also see her gush over this extremely well-toned buff man that literally swings her off her feet, rescues her, and gets a little bit too personal. A um, little bit, a little bit. And you can see this uh, hands-on when she tells her father and Clayton about her experience with Tarzan. She draws him on the chalkboard and she's so like detailed in the curve of his um, eyeball. And um, however, <laughs> however, once they spend more time together, we see that um, this eventually falls fades away and a, re- a true relationship actually takes root. Um, so I think it m- might start off as more lusty esque, but it, I think it fades away and becomes pure later on. What are you, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> so I don't really think it is 
lust. I think it's intrigue. Like mm-hmm. I think that's like a better word yeah, for I it. I don't think I don't think Jane and Tarzan are just like wanting to get it on all the time. You know, if I had any <laughs> critique though, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, but so if I had any critique though, I would say it's probably more about an interest in learning about the other, um, rather than a super healthy like let's get to know each other relationship. I think it's more like a, their interest lies in being curious about the other person and trying to figure them out, which isn't always the best start to a relationship. But mm-hmm. we see it, like you said, kind of grow in its innocence later on. Right. Um, for Tarzan, you know, this is the only normal human girl he's ever met. And for Jane, I think she's attracted. She is attracted to him, like you kind of said. But I mainly think it's more an interest in learning about gorillas mm-hmm. and studying who the heck this crazy wild guy right. is than like a let's get it off sort of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so moving forward. Relationships are all about communication. So how do Tarzan and Jane break that communication barrier, being that they are um, from literally two different worlds? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're able to talk about certain things which most people are burdened. They're not able. Most people are not able to talk about because they're burdened by overanalyzing the feelings of another person and overcommunication and things like this. Fear. They're not bound. Yeah, they're not bound by societal norms. Like Tarzan does not have the embarrassment of like, oh well, I can't ask her this. Like that's just not proper. You know, mm-hmm. he kind of just like. He kind of just like in the beginning when they first meet each other. I love when he's like looking at her and like poking her and like doing <laughs> stuff like. It's very um, innocent and very like just forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in that way, they're able to talk about things that a lot of our like human fears keep us from talking about. However, yes. that being said, I also think their different backgrounds make it impossible to talk about certain things too, which is like very, um, it makes me question like the future success of their relationship because I'm not sure that they ever could um, truly fully understand the other person in terms of fullness okay. when it comes to where each one has come from and yeah. who, what made them who they are. Because Tarzan's here learning about what a fork is and like <laughs> she's over here like just meeting a man for the first time that grew up as a gorilla. Right. <laughs> so they have to work through a lot of things before he can even understand what it means to be born in England mm-hmm. and brought up as an English person. Um, so there are some things that they're able to overcome. And there are some things I think that I'm not sure they ever will be because he just won't understand. But I mean, in any couple, in any relationship, especially when you're like in a distance relationship or with someone who's from a different country or from a different faith, or, there are things to work out in that way as well that you won't understand. Right. So no, I'm not sure. What about you, Devin? Um, so I see these two as a huge power couple when it comes to communication. Um, one would think that they would struggle, and and they do, don't get me wrong, they do, but they learn to overcome it. Um, these two literally each learned a new language in order for their relationship to thrive, which I think is just so unique, is that um, Tarzan had to figure out English so that he could communicate with Jane, and Jane has to figure out how do I how do I talk to this guy how who do doesn't I do this? even... <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Like he doesn't speak my language. So how do I communicate with him? Um, mm-hmm. While they do not speak the same language, they learn to get their point across and speak to each other's hearts. Most people freak mm-hmm. out when they don't hear from their significant other in a day or two. Yet imagine yeah. not being able to cu- imagine not being able to like string a coherent sentence together and still knowing how the other person <laughs> what is he feels thinking about, about? Like, <laughs> right? like they, they just get they just get to the heart of it all. Um, and that is the type of relationship that these two have. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're just you're right. OK, next question. <laughs> I, I there's a lot I could say about this weird forest man and Jane. But we'll now I don't know, Devin, we're going to have to see at the end of this if we necessarily agree on the last question. Oh, interesting. But moving on, moving, moving on. on. Uh, is it wrong for Tarzan to fall head over heels for the first girl he meets? Literally, the first girl, the only other human that he has this ever is met. True. This is true. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> See, I don't think the relationship initially started as a romantic one. As we already were kind of hinting at earlier, Tarzan eventually falls in love with Jane. And yeah, sure, but he first is more intrigued by her. And we used that term mm-hmm. earlier. Um He's intrigued by her and wants to know more about her and her species. This is the first time he has seen another human being before. Um, And he studies her just as much as she studies him. Um, This is not an immediate head over heel situation. He learns to love her through learning more about her. So that's what I have. What are your thoughts? I'm curious. Uh, I'll never say wrong. Like, I will never say, oh, that's wrong. But it does lead me to question whether or not he understands that there are other people out there and whether or not, like, he's made the choice to love her, knowing full well who she is in relation to other people, or whether he loves her because she's the only... The one that's come across his path. Who, yeah, and, like, it's a natural, like, like, obviously, he, he learns... I don't know the best way to put this, but obviously he sees her and it's natural that he has an attraction to her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whether or not he's able to like decipher his feelings. Um, but I don't know if he's able to decipher his feelings is my problem because mm-hmm. it's like I he's never, d- does he even know that there are other humans? Like Jane has a really unique situation where she could be like, yeah, I'm the only one of my kind. <laughs> you just have Last to woman alive. It. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, like, I would never say it's wrong. Obviously, there's a natural um, attraction between people. So if that wasn't there, then they wouldn't be together. Um, But I do think that, like, in Tarzan's unique situation, (laughs) there's just no way for him to really know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Devin, that might be a cynic. That might be me being a cynic. No, and I I agree. It's hard to... (laughs) It's hard to... It's also Disney's. Yeah, it is true. It is true. But if we're talking about this, like, in, in real perspective, like, if this was just something happening in today's world and you... Because we you get into that, like your first relationship is like your goal is like your first relationship should be your last relationship, right? Yeah. Um, so is that because you're happy or is that because you feel like it has to be uh, meant to be like yeah. so? It's 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 a there's a gray there's a gray area. There's some gray here. <laughs> I don't know. So we're gonna bypass it. <laughs> we're not gonna go there. <laughs> So with that, why are, so we talked about their attraction. So why are these two so attracted to each other? 
I, you know, I brought this up before. I think Jane is attracted to Tarzan's innocence and um, not just the intrigue that like, oh, there's this gorilla guy, but it's also that he's like respectful of her, like naturally respectful mm-hmm. of her. He's not like, what is this thing? Like, let me just go, you know, be inappropriate or, or whatever. Like he naturally respects her for who she is. And he also isn't burdened by like a society that encourages him to be toxic. Um, and I think, I think with Jane, it's her ability, number one, to help him find answers about who he is, but it's also that she is, um, probably one of the most easygoing people (laughs) that I've ever, like one of the most easygoing characters, because if you would put like anyone else into this situation Mm -hmm. save like Belle from Beauty and the Beast who would be like so shocked like if you put Cinderella into this situation (laughs) she would not be sitting there like oh let me just teach this gorilla dude to speak English she'd like scream and run away but I think Jane is very like adaptable she's willing to like accept the position that he's in and help him to understand more about himself she's very patient in that way Mm -hmm. Um, she's like she's very teacherly in yes. her yes. in her way of working with him. So I yes. think um, he appreciates that about her and she maybe appreciates that he's just like naturally a good, like a good innocent dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think? So I think Jane is attracted to Tarzan because of the uniqueness of him. And we kind of already were talking about this uh, before, but he's a man raised by gorillas, isolated from any human contact. Um, so this stirs interest and later develops into something more. I mean, you have yep. to think um, that Jane could have any man in England, really. She's brilliant. She's well off and is proper yep. English gal. So for her, Tarzan is something new to just um, just as Jane is something new to him. Um, and the same thing that you were talking about, this is someone that she meets that has no social um conception of like how to interact with people or what you should and should not say or what you should and should not do he's just very open and i think she is just captured in that moment um and as i said prior tarzan is attracted to jane through his intrigue and learning more about her i think he also falls for her gorgeous blue eyes and british spunk obviously but heck yeah (laughs) (laughs) no that's great okay so next question how does their relationship demonstrate one that embodies sacrifice ah Suppose Jane and Tarzan make sacrifices throughout the relationship. Um, We first see it with Tarzan who sacrifices his family's safety in order for Jane and her father to conduct their research. Um, What I think is, is interesting here is that this interaction forces Tarzan to become the man he needs to be. Mm -hmm. Um, He takes a stand against Kerchak and it forces him to be a leader. One of the Mm -hmm. biggest sacrifices in the film, however, is Jane's decision to stay with Tarzan. Um, That scene on the boat is so emotional and their goodbye. Ah, my goodness. I know. Uh, Jane, (laughs) um, Jane operates her life because she's found the one that she loves. Um, Instead of listening to what others might think or what is right, um, she follows her heart. Um, Forget about the rest and choose your heart and you will never go wrong. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that's one of the biggest sacrifices. And uh, Mm -hmm. when the glove is like waving and it falls into into the sand, he picks it up. He's like, Jane, come back. (laughs) (laughs) Come back to me, Jane. And like, I think so. I think I would have a problem. Like, I'll talk about this later, too. But. Mm -hmm. 
I think I would have more of a problem with her having to sacrifice everything if he wasn't also willing to do that too. I mean, right. he was just about to get on a ship and literally go somewhere he's never been and to like be with this girl. Yeah. And but it wasn't just that. He was also wanting to like see if he belonged in a society with humans. Right. And like, it's not like he was unwilling and he said, there's no other way for this to work. He was the one who made the original sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's a very give and take. Um, relationship because they both are willing to sacrifice right. for it it's not that, just like a, they balanced it out and yeah which a lot of the times you don't see a lot of the times right. you see one or the other having to give just significantly more mm -hmm. and it's like well is that really fair um and i think she's also lucky because her dad was willing to stick back <laughs> with her which there you go the whole family is just going to be living in the jungle with that's Tarzan. right that's, that's great <laughs> Moving forward. All right. So what are some of your favorite shipper moments with these two? Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, so most of my shipper moments aren't like, oh, look at how attractive this moment was right. or they kissed or like blah, blah, blah. Right. I think my favorite, first favorite moment is when they put their hands together in the beginning. <gasps> yes. Did you, did you I also I didn't pick that? that one, but okay. it's such a good moment. So good. When Tarzan like recognizes oh shoot, like this mm -hmm. person is like me. It's just a really powerful moment. And I always like, even though I don't really fully like, Tarzan's not like my favorite movie in the world. That's one of those, that's one of those moments that I feel like, you know those human moments that you just cry about in movies? Like that's one of them I could if yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and I also love when he's learning about humans with her and her father. So mm -hmm. like when he's like watching the reels of yes. like how human beings walk and how they talk and what they do. And he's like so curious that like even when she and her father fall asleep after hours of doing work, He's still, He's still up, the like, <laughs> learning about it. It's so cute it to is. watch. Um, but what about you, Devin? What are your moments? So I said uh, one of my favorites is the Strangers Like Me montage that they have. Um, and the ending there is just perfection when he takes her to see his world in the treetops with the parrots. Like, that's just a beautiful scene. He's like, mm -hmm. I'm opening up to you. And he here's what, I, um, like, come see what. I see in this in this jungle. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. all terror and fear and just and uh, chaos. Like there's peace and there's beauty. Um, yeah. So I, I love that. Um, another of my favorites is obviously when Jane leaps out of the boat and decides to stay with Tarzan. Such um, a moment. <laughs> they fall into each other, and then Jane, caught up in the moment, plants one right on tarzan and he is so surprised because he doesn't know like what to even do <laughs> like what is a yeah. kiss <laughs> yeah um he then reciprocates those feelings as his gorilla family watches which i think is just funny and awkward so gotta I, love I that think moment so too oh it's great <laughs> moving on do you blame tarzan for jeopardizing the safety of his family for love uh, see i'm torn here uh I think in <laughs> some way he is to blame because he is so naive in thinking that right. if Jane sees gorillas, Jane stays. And that's like what he says. He's like, Clayton, if Jane sees gorillas, Jane stays. He's like, wow, that's a brilliant idea, Tarzan. Yeah, good, good. 
Good thinking. Good. <laughs> and however, he also just doesn't understand the social nature of it all, and that it won't be a deal saver if she sees them. So I also can't be too hard on him. I, I don't know. Right. He trusts Jane, so therefore he trusts those who Jane trusts as well, like including Clayton. Um, right. And it is sad that the gorillas take the fall for his poor decision making, though. Um, yeah. I, I don't I think he was just naive yeah, and more that's than really, anything. Yeah, that's all you can really like, say. Like obviously he is to blame Correct. for the fact that it happened because he led them there, but I don't think he understood that he shouldn't trust Clayton. Um or people you know, that never, would like him. Like he feels so yeah. connected with them that he it's hard to yeah. Justify. It's not always a natural thing to like feel that you shouldn't trust someone. Like sometimes you have to have been betrayed before right. to like recognize the signs of it. And I think Clayton was a real smooth talker in that moment. And like it wasn't like ultimately like Tarzan was thinking of it in a very formulaic sense. Like mm-hmm. if I do this, then I get Jane. Right. And he didn't understand that there were other outcomes that could possibly happen or other consequences that could come of it. I think he just, he acted on impulse in that moment and he was betrayed by someone, which is really sad to see for such an innocent little guy. I know, Um, jerk. But yeah, that's that's all I had though. (laughs) It's sad. (laughs) All right. So how does their relationship collide to worlds and how can or do we see this today? Well, I mean, when they ultimately are in the relationship, we see, obviously, Jane living in a forest. Uh, And then we also see Tarzan sort of communicating with her in certain ways. And they both share each other's language with one another. Mm -hmm. They share each other's traditions with one another. And it's really kind of... um, a beautiful thing because, I mean, no matter who you are, you and your partner are going to have differences. You're going to have different traditions, different things you grew up with, whether or not, you know, you're of two different faiths, if you're of two different backgrounds, like even if you're not there, even just two people who have shared a lot of things, like you're still going to have things that come together and like your your two worlds right. will collide in a, in a relationship. And I think um, and debts. you can see <laughs> what, Devin? And debts. What de- and debts. Oh, my gosh. Um, but you do. You see Tarzan and Jane really do well not to, like, leave out the other person's right. life in that. No, which is, and you see which that. is what you I need mean, in you a relationship see, for sure. It, Yeah. And I, I think you see that more today because it's not so much like the old traditional sense of, mm-hmm. like, giving, leaving your family behind and becoming, like, someone else. Right. It, it's, it's more a lot of people who are different come together and they learn to share they learn to share a home with the person that and, and still like respect who they are and where they came from and i think that that's really beautifully portrayed in Tarzan and Jane absolutely um, but what do you think Devin so the whole film is about acceptance and building a family of your own choosing um, right and we first see this with sweet kala just a shout out for oh, Carla. She's such a sweet, my gosh. sweet. She's so sweet. She's the best, yeah, honestly. She really the whole is. reason that um, he And she chooses to raise Tarzan despite not being of her own species. Um, this then later transpires with Jane and Tarzan, uh, uniting his gorilla family with the modern world. Um, mm-hmm. I think this has been something that we've seen in America for decades. Um, yep. The acceptance of interracial couples and being okay with love who you love. Um, we are the great american melting pot and we see that today through our relationships Mm -hmm. and like you said like it's that melding of two things like we are uniting and we need to 
be melted as one, um, mm-hmm. put together, fused together. We are one being. We're not two separate pieces. Um, and that's what a relationship and even then future marriage is meant to be in that sense. So, yeah. Um, but I think it's also important that like while we're bringing those things together that we do. And that's why I think Tarzan and Jane agree that we do still like acknowledge respect and elevate the person's traditions right. and their individual like lives. Like Correct. I think that's, that's what they do very well, which a lot of relationships, especially in the Disney franchise, <laughs> don't do that very well. Right. So um, this is a very unique one for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, OK, so next question, which is like my freaking favorite. <laughs> um, so this soundtrack is epic. This doesn't have to do with Tarzan and Jane. But what is your favorite Tarzan jam? Oh, uh, man. So I feel like. My answer to this question would change depending on when you ask it. <laughs> but my top two favorites are definitely You'll Be In My Heart and Trash In The Camp. Um, of course. Phil Collins rocked this soundtrack. And you can't not get into the groove when uh, Tantor and the other gorillas are just like jamming on anything and destroying the camp. It's, it's amazing. It is. So if you it haven't is. listened to this. Please do. Get on Spotify. Get on YouTube. It's out there. Go find it. I love Phil Collins. And like, that's something I never, as a, as a kid, I was never like, oh yes, Phil Collins Mm -hmm. is amazing. Like, but the more that I listen to the Tarzan soundtrack, the more I'm like, this man was underappreciated. Yeah. Um, but my favorite, uh, number one would be two worlds. The first song that you hear, Mm -hmm. And that jam gets stuck in my head, but I also want to agree about the trash one, the trash one in the, camp. in the camps. That one gets stuck in my freaking head. Like all these, I don't songs even know the do. real like, words to it. I just know the t- <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, every time, every time I watch Tarzan, I'm I'm surprised by the amount of little jams there are. Like each song comes up, and I'm like, oh, this is a good song. Oh, this is a good song. Yep. Like it, it's just a really good, it's just a really good. Yeah, soundtrack. it's a really good piece to all together. Yeah. With that being said, identity is a major theme of the film. How do these two struggle with this? And can a relationship define or help define one's identity? I think you're, it's great to bring up like that identity is a huge part of it because we are, I mean, we ship it, we talk about the relationships, mm-hmm. but each of these films also does come with a, another theme that's not just related to that. And I think um, Tarzan and his identity, but also Jane figuring out where she belongs is um, is hugely important. And I think they both struggle with it because right. in the end, like you see them going back and forth on where they belong. Jane feels like she has to go back to England. There's no question about mm-hmm. it. And then she makes that leap of faith to say, maybe I don't, maybe I don't have to follow what's expected of me um, in order to live my best life. I think, that's how they struggle with it. Right. Um, and, and they end up making the right choices with it um, and really supporting each other in that. Um, can a relationship help define one's identity? Help? Yes. Um, it cannot define one's identity mm-hmm. is, is I think, an important distinction to make. I think um, your significant other is someone who absolutely... It's, it's, it's crucial for them to help you find out who you are over the years. And it's crucial for you to look at your relationship to help you figure out what your identity is. But I don't think you get your identity from your relationship. Your identity exists Apart on its own. It. Yeah. I think that your, your significant other can, um, 
can help you shine light on things that maybe you wouldn't be able to see about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's um, what we see from Tarzan and Jane. I think even more so with them, more than the average relationship with them, because literally this story is about identity. Like Tarzan doesn't know who he is and Jane doesn't know what she wants. So it's like they help each other answer those questions. Some people don't have quite the the gap of questioning when they're in their relationship to who they are. But I would say, yeah, like every relationship has moments where it's like you highlight the good and the bad and all those things about other people's identity. But what do you think, Dev? So both Tarzan and Jane struggle with nailing down exactly who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Tarzan tries his best to fit in with the apes while Jane questions if her life back in England is who she's meant to be. Um, It isn't until they find each other and form their relationship that they are able to identify who they are. And I agree um, that relationships, regardless of if they are romantic, any relationship that um, helps define who someone is. I would even argue, go as far as to argue that the construct of who someone is is simply the vast interconnections of the relationships in their life. Um, yeah. We all help make each other who we are, and it's the imprint of each other in our lives which helps manifest and construct our innermost being. Um, we are all connected and we add things to people um that's why i just value relationships so not not even like not even (laughs) not even like romantic but just like that's why i value relationships in general because like someone is a piece to your puzzle and you're creating this whole um jigsaw of your life and that is who you are in a sense so Amen. There's that. Amen. That's just what a sermon. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> snaps um, around. Snaps around. <laughs> snaps. And then I get the pleasure yeah, of asking our favorite question, which I am still formulating my answer to to this very minute, which is why I didn't answer it before because I wasn't sure. Now, Devin. Yes. Do you ship it? I do. Good. Uh, you say good. <laughs> um, these two uh, show us what true love is, how to craft your own family, and how to communicate with your partner. Um, this is why their story has so many renditions and remakes. I mean, they've been in various books. They've been in various movies. It's just been redone again and again, and for good reason. That's why they are the way that they are. Um, because they are such icon- they're such an iconic couple. Um, and for their values and their um, constructs of their relationship. So um, what are, what are your thoughts? Mm. <laughs> I think, I think talking through it more with you has made me um, see it in the most favorable light that I could. Like I, I think they are truly an innocent, beautiful uh, embodiment of like helping each other to um, realizing their full potential. Right which I, I would love to say, yes, that's where it ends. I ship it. Um, however, with any Disney-fied version of anything, yes, it leaves yes. questions that aren't, <laughs> yeah, that aren't, um, that aren't answered by the film. And that's why I overanalyze it a bit and I don't want to because in the Disney version of this, yeah, I ship it. But if you think about the reality and the practicality mm-hmm. of an English woman staying on an island in a jungle with a dude who was brought up by gorillas, there's going to be, there's bound to be a lot of problems that right. come with that which is like, um, does she, what if she wants to go back in the near future? She can't like also like he, 
has only met one female human. Like it just a lot of things that leave questions, but you know, the Disney fied film often does give us the feeling of like hope and um, yeah, this relationship could work and it's a very fairy tale ending and I love it. It makes me feel good, but Mm -hmm. there are things in it where I'm like, question mark really <laughs> yeah but but with what we're presented with what we're presented yes i ship it. all right that's awesome so there <laughs> you have it that was like stop babbling <laughs> no it was great thank you um and we are all for these two or at least yep. we are for the construct that disney has presented us and um but what do you all think we have some comments we here to share That's right. This comment is from Trisha. Thank you, Trisha, for reaching out Mm -hmm. to us with your feelings on Tarzan and Jane. Trisha says, I love the idea of Tarzan and Jane. However, I'm not sure in practice that it works very well. It's a fun thought that a dude grew up in the jungle living with and like animals. And it's kind of funny to watch Tarzan and Jane meet and him learning about other humans. It's hilarious. Um, It's funny and very sweet story, but I've always had problems with the fact that Jane gives up her life for Tarzan. She has to leave society behind. Um, I agree with Trish. (laughs) Um, But moving on. What's cool is Tarzan was willing to go back with her, but she chose to stay behind with him. However, I don't think their relationship would be a feasible one in our world today. So I really agree with Trisha. She kind of embodies what I was feeling. I do in some respect, too. I I think she makes some good points. Um, Yes, she does. But I think what makes their relationship unique is that they are both willing to give up their their past for each other exactly um, which is the biggest difference in most like you mentioned most disney or in any kind of relationship um that's um hollywoodized um yeah usually there's only one one person has to give up something um something, so, yeah. but these two are willing to do to give up their they entire worlds for each other so. Which engages them both in the decision-making process a little bit more. But yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much, Trisha, for um, adding this uh, perspective and joining us in the conversation. Yes, thank you. Um, we we love hearing from our commenters. Yes, but yes, yes. moving right along onto one of my favorite parts of the show, which is reveal time. Yeah. Devin, who are we going to be talking about next week? Okay, so next week we are going to be diving into another one of our galaxy far, far aways. Kylo, Ren, Ben Solo, um, and Rey from the newest Star Wars trilogy sequels. I'm so excited because these two people have a lot of They have a lot to say. (laughs) So... I'll, all I'll say is everyone who wants to watch this episode, if you haven't seen um, if you haven't seen the recent Star Wars trilogy, please go see it because it's going to be a fun conversation. I'm looking forward to um, it. And we want a guest. So whoever is interested, join us. That's right. So many, many thanks to everyone for tuning in. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a rating or review. We would love to hear your feedback and we would love to hear from you. Yep, and of course, don't be a stranger. Email us at weshipapodcast at gmail.com. Reach out on social media or find our website. We would love to include your comments or have you on the show for a particular ship. Um, Join us next week or in any of the following weeks. Devin and I are going to do this for a while because we're just having fun with it. Yes, yes. Until next week, shippers. Till then, you'll be in our hearts. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.